What's up, what's up, what's up, people of the world? We are back at it again with another episode. How are you beautiful gentlemen doing tonight? Starting with my main man down at the bottom, Andrew. Say what's up. Tell him what you're doing. What's up? I am doing well. Uh, That's good. That's good. I don't know about you guys, but this has been a four-week, four-day work week. But it has dragged so slow and kind of over it. I'm like, I I thought going into this week, like, oh, it's going to fly by. It's going to be easy. But it just comes so slow. Is it people? Is it the workday going slow, or is it people just bugging the shit out of you? Uh, all of the above. Oh uh, yeah, it's like, this week has just been bugging, dude. The, the work hasn't been like I don't know. It just feels like the week has been like three weeks put together, and we're still yeah. not done. Yeah, that <sighs> sucks, man. What about you, Matt? What have you been up to, man? <clears throat> you know, gentlemen, last week I was out sick, and thank God. I'm, I mean, I'm, my my voice still it's a little scratchy here and there. Like my voice, I mean, yeah. my throat is scratchy. My voice is fine. But I came out of retirement today because you gentlemen, I was gone <laughs> for one week and it was off the rails, madness, just awful take after awful take. Uh, with that being said, recovered from a sickness. Uh, um, that sickness took me, took me out for about two days. I was down for the count. Um, but sickness, uh, I've been working. I don't, Monday I kind of worked, even though like it was like a, a holiday. Uh, the tech team for Amex doesn't get like designated specific days off besides like Christmas or whatever. They just give us like a, a holiday PTO pool and like, hey, whatever holiday you think you need to take off, take it off. Um, so That's didn't cool. waste it on this one. Um, <clears throat> worked a couple hours, went home, aka logged off. Uh, <laughs> I have been catching up on Ted Lasso because it's season finale is upon us, gentlemen. I am not just season finale of the series finale, so I'm I'm a little bit in tears. Uh so looking forward to that. Catch up on Survivor because I'm a big Survivor fan. Looking forward to that. Whoa, 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 to- whoa! That who still watches Survivor? <clears throat> uh, a lot of people do. That's why it's apparently like, the youngest among us. I guess yeah. so, dude. Like. <clears throat> Wow. Back off of that. I'm also extremely excited for Big Brother, which got announced to start on my birthday, August 2nd. So I think for my birthday, I'm going to have a nice little dinner, go home, and watch Big Brother. Uh, so, yeah, that's been my week. Uh, I'm looking forward to Spider-Verse this weekend, hopefully at some point. I'm going to Yuma as well because my <coughs> brother-in-law's birthday is this weekend. So we're going to go celebrate with him, take the baby up there. Uh yeah, man, that's it for me. Not nothing, nothing too crazy. I just, I just, my ears last year could not withstand or or what I couldn't get another week with with what was going on last week. <clears throat> what is crazy about that is I got so much feedback about people enjoying us just <laughs> with no direction. They were like, "Dude, your guys' podcast last week was hilarious. It seemed like you guys had no direction, and you nothing. guys were just throwing it out there." And they're like, <laughs> "That shit was hilarious," and I was like. Hell yeah, man! I was Literally, like, what we did. I was like, the like parents are gone. The parent is gone. We party, boys. Mm-hmm. Do you guys notice we're that we're uh, doing this for you? At one point in time, I just stopped commenting. Yeah, probably yes. you fell asleep. I was, I was out. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I was so mad to you, dude, because it, it, 
if, if you guys don't know, which I'm talking about my topic this week when we get to there. I'm a big <laughs> WWE fan. Uh, so Friday Night SmackDown has a favorite superstar, which is Roman Reigns. And I was going to watch it because it's leading up to uh, a tag team match he was a part of on Saturday. So the plan was stay awake for the podcast. And then when the podcast is over, the live uh, event will be over. So I can just rewatch it, the recording that I record off of uh, my sister's YouTube TV. Uh, <laughs> so that was the plan. And then I knocked out and I woke up the next day and the event was in Saudi Arabia. So it started at like 10 a.m. So I didn't have time to catch up <laughs> to, oh, to whatever man, I missed the night before. And apparently I missed a pretty good like promo and stuff. Uh, but, dude, the freaking event was really good. And I'll talk about it later. But uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. the highlight of my weekend was was WWE and uh, the Miami Heat not letting me down. Thank, thank the heavens. Uh, until tonight, of course. Uh, continue on. Sorry. All good. Sponsorship today is by Halls. I probably bought in 14 of these bags in the last three days. I've been super sick. haven't had a chance to sit down and breathe because everything and their mom happened to me this week. I don't really want to get in too much into it, but it sucked. I'm ready for a new week. I'm ready for um, this week to be over and to just, you know, put down my head down and start running into some new stuff, content, gaming, right. just to get, yeah, get, get my mind off of life right now. But, Besides that, there is a movie dropping tonight we're going to be talking about. We're also going to be talking about uh, a new product that got announced. I think it was yesterday or this morning. I'm not 100% sure. Um, and then tonight we're also going to be talking about everybody's favorite movie and everybody's favorite family, the Fast 4,068 oh, movies they've made. Um, we're going to be talking about that, giving our two cents about that guy. Uh, so if, stay with us. Be patient because my voice sucks. If I hand it off. I have to hand it off tonight, but I'm going to be your host. So let's get this rolling. All right. So we got the metaverse is dead. That's what I've been hearing for the last month. Meta this, meta that, meta sucks. It's done. Uh, they're pulling stuff. And then I think this morning, uh, June 1st, uh, IGN reports meta officially announced the Quest 3. It's going to be running about $499. Um, this is on the tail of Apple releasing their um, VR. That's going to be a, they haven't given a price yet. But they're saying it's going to be about uh, in, up, upwards between fifteen to twenty five hundred dollars. Um, but this is going to be the new Quest Quest Three for four ninety nine. It looks like they rehauled the cameras, controllers. They made it thinner, lighter. Uh, Matt, you have some. Um, You've played around with the Quest. What do you think about this? Yeah, so when people say the metaverse is dying, I don't think they understand what they're even saying half the time. I think, I think that True. Uh, that uh, is a, a fault of Facebook's or Meta uh, for not ex – again, uh, when Meta first came out with the whole metaverse thing, there wasn't like an explanation as to what the metaverse was. Mm -hmm. You had to be a very techie tech person, which lucky I am. I'm a software engineer by trade. Uh, so I understood like, the tech part of it, but the everyday consumer doesn't understand that stuff. Um, so when people say the metaverse, it, it, the crazy part is people that are like business people, even when they say the metaverse is dying, they don't understand what they're saying still. They see Facebook stock price and think that's what the metaverse is. It's not yeah. a correlation as to like what mm -hmm. a metaverse world would look like. Um, 
Now, the VR is the entry-level step into what a digital world would look like. Um, and I can confidently say the Quest 2 is probably the my, my favorite purchase of the last 10 years I've ever made, besides one that I've made uh, yesterday or two days ago. Uh, but the Quest 3 looks like it's going to be – if, if it, it, they're probably seeing double the graphics performance. <clears throat> As somebody who has the Quest 2 – It's a win right there. That's already crazy because it looks – you're already fully immersed and it looks good. And I can confidently say that everyone who who doubts a VR – Doubts it until they put one on. That they understand that is what the VR life definitely. is about. Yes. Um, so I'm a big proponent of the VR specifically. I still have mine. I play it every now and then. Uh, not as much as I used to because the sun around. If I didn't have a son, that wasn't. If I didn't have a, a newborn six month old son, even if he was like a two or three year old son, I'd still be playing that pretty actively. Um, so I'm looking forward to this device. I I want to put one on to see like the graphic difference. Um, Controllers look better to me, in my opinion. Uh, there's no ring over the top, which is mm-hmm. not a hindrance to the experience, but it kind of is when you have like your thumbs coming up and you hit a ring. Um, but with that being said, I mean, four ninety nine. It, it's it sounds steep, but from what I know, what the Quest Two is, and for what they're promising, what this is going to be, double that graphic wise, double that power wise. That that is that's that's a good price, <laughs> in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, it I'm on board like with that. The actual unit itself is thinner too, so hope it's a little 40% less bulky. slimmer. Forty percent yeah. slimmer. They're saying. That's pretty awesome. So, um, I am a prime example of of putting on the quest and falling in love with it. Matt brought his over. I'm not gonna lie to you. When Matt brought his over, I was like, "This fool just spent three hundred dollars on some dumb shit," and then I put it on, and fe- instantly fell in love with it. Andrew, like. Mm-hmm. Like it was the first time I played an Xbox 360 or an Xbox. I was just, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I loved it. I, I was like, I gotta get one. I got to. It took me about 30 days, and it was my wife who's like, "Hey, they have them at Walmart right now." Whoa, what is this? Sorry about that, guys. Um, but they have them at Walmart. You should pick one up. And I was like, "Nah, we're good." My wife came home because I didn't want her to buy it. I wanted to buy it, so I went to Walmart right after she left, picked it up, and my son is always on the quest i'm like matthew said the only difference is i i I feel uncomfortable playing when everybody's home because Mm -hmm. i'm in the living room swinging my arms around so i usually wait for people to go to bed and me and matt will play poker or play population one so Mm -hmm. it's super fun i will easily for everything that they're saying they're going to give us easily pay 4.99 for a new one easily i have no problem with that right now i would definitely buy that the fact that $4.99 Four ninety nine, and I get all that and more. Yeah, dude, you got me. So I see, Andrew, you, you have one, Andrew. So I, I know you. I know you worked at Best Buy for a while, and I know you've gotten your hands and been able to play it, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Um, would you pick up the Quest Two, or would you, or or does this entice you to want to play one or pick one up? Maybe going after a, a Quest Three. Um, and so, I guess let me add on to that real quick. What would what's the hesitation on playing or picking one up? I, I think my first initial hesitation was it felt like it was a lot of money, um, just because like I felt like you could do similar things. And I have to be careful because I know you can't do similar things with just a phone. But like when VR first came out, it was like, oh, 
your phone's the brain. It does everything. So then it was like, and then it was like, here's the rift. Yeah, here's the rift. It's a thousand bucks. You need a gaming PC to be with it. And I was like, I mean, that's a big jump. Like, my phone, my phone was the brain. Uh, now I have to drop a whole bunch of money into it and just kind of got turned off from it. And then for me, like, I feel like you have to have like a, the space for it um, because of what you're doing. And I'm not sure I like that, that I have to have like form space for it versus just like playing console or playing PC. Yeah. At the desk. Um, and, you know, some, some games you, you stand up with, I don't know, just, it, it's not the, I'm sure I'd love it if I got one. Like if my wife was like, surprise, happy Father's Day, here's a Quest 3, even a Quest 2, <laughs> I'd probably be like, oh, cool. Like, but I don't know if I'd be able to like sink as much time into it. And, like, So the, one of the big reasons why I don't sink a lot of time in it is on the Quest 2, the battery not the greatest. Mm. You do have to have a portable charger with you to game for more than like three hours. Can you tether so, it at all? Yeah, you yeah. could. You could connect it with the charger. And you put it in your back pocket, and you're good. Mm. I can get about six hours, but <clears throat> but off the the battery internally, it's about two hours. You can push <clears throat> it a little bit if you turn down the brightness, but when you're playing Population One, that thing just just drops, man, mm-hmm. in in battery. So I was watching earlier today uh, somebody talking about the information coming out with the Apple uh, VR, AR goggles coming out. And it's going to be where the processor is tied on by a cable to your belt. Like you're going to have to put something in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And the goggles are going to be way lighter so that their, their big thing is comfortability and like uh, keeping them on for longer. So the processor and all the graphical hardware is going to be in like your pocket or like a clip on a belt. So it, it tethers to it. And to be honest with you, the tether doesn't even bother me that much, to be honest. It, you barely even notice it's there. Um, but if they're looking closer to 12 they're, the people are saying it's going to be about twenty five hundred bucks. I don't see the benefit of a twenty five hundred dollar headset. I can't do it. I'd rather buy a nice PC and maybe a console or two consoles for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a fan of this because it's under my six hundred dollar threshold for a VR headset. I think at six hundred dollars, I'm out. I can't do it at six hundred bucks. I can't. I can't justify it. What about you, Matt? What do you think? What would be the what would be the thing that makes you not upgrade your headset to the next uh, one? When I stop having a need for what it is. So uh, the price point doesn't really define like what I'm thinking. I think what, like when we look into like the, the MetaQuest Pro, for example, the $2,000 bad boy. Uh, yeah. they don't, it's not, those things are not going to be advertised as strictly gaming devices, right? The six, the four to $500 range down all the way down to like 200 bucks are going to hit that kind of gaming market. That's the point of them. The other ones are going to be used for like more productive level things, right? Imagine being an artist who creates digital art and can fully have an entire studio that you have to pay for. Monthly rent, 800 bucks or whatever it is. You pay 200 hours one time, pop your goggles on, you're working at home every single day. Um, 
that's one that's one variation of it um you look at people like um northrop grumman right the aerospace engineering everything like that they use vr goggles at their offices now to process different calculations simulations everything like that in real time um you know the work from home mantra is a big thing now imagine these goggles that are going to come out for twenty two hundred dollars can do that well now you have your workforce just doubled because instead of having someone come into an office where you have to invest millions of dollars into this technology you have a headset you can just tether from so when you're getting into that range of like thousands of dollars i'm thinking more like production level things right i'm thinking like mm-hmm. the artist i'm thinking like um the architect who wants to simulate his buildings uh for big level contracts and stuff like that so um to me the headset's worth is only is is attached to what it can do and when you get to that range i know for a fact at least what medicus pro is is touting is that you can do stuff like brain surgery simulations as a surgeon that kind of stuff um in in real time with your hands being as steady and as real as, as humanly possible um so if you get that kind of time from it sure yeah i think you'd enjoy that one uh so um if you're getting that kind of power from it at that price point it's worth it uh and if i ever needed that kind of a thing let's say i go on to be a big successful engineer for an aerospace company for tesla and they say hey you work from home with these goggles um i'd be more than willing to spend the money if i need it mm-hmm. um it's just there needs to be an established differentiating factor and i think right now there is MetaQuest pro has has done a good job of like differentiating here's our gaming one and here's our two thousand dollar one and here's why two thousand dollars compared to this one mm-hmm. um so i think i think to me when i said having a need for it i'm not upgrading it but um there's no price point i'm selling it just because I, I i never know if i'm gonna ever eventually need that kind of power um handy you know what i mean it's like it's totally. like people that buy um um people that buy like an art desk right they, they draw or whatever uh, people that buy like those little small digital uh pads that they can do digital artwork on Wacom. and then someone goes that someone goes yeah the wacom um the intuos tablet but then mm-hmm. they go and get the the wacom cintiq uh two thousand dollar standalone studio digital thing to where instead of having to use my own computer i have this other thing it's just a matter of like here's a recreational way to do it here's the professional way to do it um so that's that's why i think vr is going to go towards eventually and that's where I think the bread and butter is for VR is when they can break into the productivity market and showcase like, Hey, this can make people's jobs easier. Um, that's, what's going to really set it off. I think, I think we're about a year or two away from that, to be honest with you. Makes sense. Muted. When I used to work for the previous employer, there was a building you had to go into and you had to take a safety class and they did their safety classes on the VR headset. So they would hand you the headset, you put it on and there would be like this, guy who walks you through the factory and it was only like 10 minutes long but you have to sit there and you have to click on is this look safe and you have to click it with the little handheld thing or he was like raise your hand because of yada 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 and i thought it was cool that they had that i was like man you guys are using like technology to get stuff done instead of sit down in a desk and watch this video you know what i mean it it was very Mm -hmm. interesting that they did that I thought it was cool. So this right here is a video of a guy doing graffiti uh, with with the Quest. I think it's the one. Um, but this is also on the meta, uh, the Quest 2. But there's artwork like this that uh, I've been, there's a couple channels that I follow who spray paint and do some art on there. And I think it's amazing that if you are a graffiti artist, this having this possibility of practicing and 
and doing art is something that I don't think people know is, is a thing. I think there's so much uh, information out there uh, that people don't have on the quest and mm -hmm. and in VR or VR but, in general. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's a, it's, it's the, the VR space they think is exclusive to games and stuff. And there's a, yeah, man, it's crazy. A grander picture that's on there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's jump off that topic. I think, I think we nailed that pretty good. Uh, given our thoughts on it. Uh, so big movie dropping tonight, uh, Spider-Verse. Um, we are all fans of the first movie. I'm, I'm taking it because I don't mm -hmm. know. Met, I haven't met anybody who hates that movie. It is when it's on TV, I watch it. When my kids hear the Post Malone song, it goes crazy in my car. It's a classic banger of a movie. What are you guys' thoughts, theories? Um, you guys think they're going to match that hype or you think it falls short? What do you think, Matt? Uh, I, it, it matches the hype. I mean, the the building is crazy. Oh, yeah. Yes, the reason why it's going to is because it's it, the Sony is all in with whatever Marvel wants to do. Okay, Sony's been very clear about like, hey, whatever you want us to do, we'll pretty much do it. Um, I think Polka Dot Man is going to open up something that we 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 don't see coming, which is going to be the America Chavez multiversal portals. Um, his polka dots are going to be able to allow Miles to travel. Uh, I think we're going to see a live action something as a post credit scene. Uh, mm. I think the characters we're going to see, wow. we're going to see some of them get together in a live action form um, and see them do something. And that's going to be the lead off to eventually push into like a spider get in or something like that uh, for, mm -hmm. for Sony. Now Sony's, Sony's focus for this is not going to be the intention of merging the MCU with Miles for for now, but I do think yeah. they're going to showcase a Spider-Geddon uh, type um, actual like, Spider-Verse level threat um, similar to the comics uh, without having to have Peter involved, which I I've said it before in the past, Shamik Moore, the guy who plays Miles, mm -hmm. he, he, yeah. he could he could play Miles, like just he bring could be him, a live him. action Miles. Yeah, he could he could play Miles perfectly. Uh, uh -huh. He's the guy from Dope. If you know, one knows who Shamik Moore is, uh, great actor. Character. Uh, but he 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 looks like he could play this age of Miles. Um, I do think Miles ends up losing somebody. Uh, mm -hmm. They're they're teasing it heavily. Uh, the the whole debate I think what's supposed to happen is why the spider guys are chasing him is because Miles is trying to save everybody, which causes issues. For the spider people because everyone loses somebody it's just how it goes for for spider-man mm -hmm. um, yeah. i'm interested to see how they're going to do this they're teasing gwen and and pops there to pass away um i think mama dies if anybody dies to be honest with you um and it sends miles on a journey of wanting to leave that universe mm -hmm. um so I don't know. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I, I think they're doing a really good job of like keeping it hush hush of like what the actual plot point is going to be. Um, we know who like the villain is, right? Polka Dot Man. But we also know Miles has issues with everyone we see here. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they balance it. Um, but man, am I excited for freaking Miguel O'Hara, man. I, him and Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. My favorite version of Spider-Man isn't even Peter. It's, it's Ben Riley. Um, so I'm just excited to see Ben Riley, period. And I'll be even more excited if Ben Riley is the one leading the charge at the end of the post credit scene when they go to live action. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited for it. I think loads of the hype. I don't know who's going to die. I think mama's going to die. Uh, I, but I couldn't tell you, like, usually I have a fleshed out theory of like beginning, middle, end. I, all I know mm-hmm. is that they're going to end up at the, in, in the multiversal point at some point, And Malice is either going to save everybody and show it can be done or, he, or mama's dead. That's all I got for us. But I'm, I'm super yeah. excited. though. Mm-hmm. I am too, man. I, I, I don't even want to come up with a theory. I want to go in there. I've already unfollowed everybody. I've kept it out. I'm taking my kids uh, tomorrow night or I'm going to take them Saturday morning, the first showing of the day. Um, this is one I can't bootleg. This movie uh, has a spot. I took This is the first movie. The first one was the first movie I took my kids to. So uh, I got to take my, my boys to this one. They're all stoked. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, uh, for this movie. It looks amazing. Yeah. So, but that was a, a wonderful soliloquy, Matthew. I, I applaud you. Thank you, thank you. So one of the reasons that oh, I, I am excited about this movie is this was probably my favorite comic book movie that came out. And that was the same year as Infinity War. But I think one of the things that I'm nervous for is I feel like there was no pressure on this movie when it first came out. And I feel like the amount of hype and following that it got, it's got to live up to it. And I'm I'm pretty sure that it will. But I would be sorely disappointed if it was just like a a B-tier movie, just considering like how good... Like, if we're talking origin stories for Miles, like, man, they did everything right, even down to, like, the music, the music fit, that scene where he, like, takes the leap of faith off the building. Yeah, yeah, it is. so good. So, so good. good. Like, mm-hmm. music and everything just gives me goosebumps even thinking about it. But every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, man, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and it, it, the cool thing is it wasn't, like, like, I was excited to take my wife to it, and she was like, we're going to go watch a cartoon? Like, that's weird. And then she was like, whoa, this is, like, way better than what I was anticipating. And I think they'll be able to match it. But, again, as you guys have known, as I said a couple episodes now, I've been trying to avoid, like, all trailers and stuff. So while you are playing it, that was, like, the first time I was seeing. I, I honestly did not even know about Polka Dot Guy, like, Polka yeah, Man? I didn't either. I didn't know <laughs> I didn't, about him either. Did not know about him until you started, until the trailer started playing. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, no idea. That's how like how blind I'm going into this movie, which is kind of cool. So here's my only thing with, with I'm going to get into like one caveat as to like what I think the plot's going to be versus like how it might conflict the first film. If they go into the whole sacrifice somebody because you have to, it's a Spider-Man thing. What was the point of Uncle Aaron's death in the first film? Right. So yeah, I had that thought. Like, if that rumor is true, which I, again they've done a very good job at keeping hush, like to what the plot points are going to be, then yeah. I'm going to have a hard time unless they explain it like, not just like explain it like gloss over it, mm-hmm. but explain it pretty pretty well. Um, then I'm going to have a hard time trying to figure out what the point of Uncle Aaron's death was in the first place. So I think it's different though because I feel like. Uncle Aaron wasn't really like it was at Spider-Man's hand, but it wasn't like like he had gotten himself there from the choices that he had made working with Kingpin. 
versus I feel like the majority of the other spider deaths or like ones there either he's very close to it or it's his fault or it kind of it's more so a reaction of the consequences of Peter and I don't really feel like Uncle Aaron's death and I could be misremembering I don't feel like his death I know Uncle Aaron held back from getting Peter yeah and then Kingpin kills him but I don't really feel like that's an action caused by by Peter Miles Oh, sorry, Miles. Miles, thank you. Matt was about to reach uh, through that screen and yeah. smack the shit out of you after yeah. he said it the second time. Well, but, well that that could be said the same thing for Gwen Stacy. She decided to do what she did. Peter yeah. told her to go back. She didn't. So I mean same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't to be honest with you, I don't think anybody dies. I, I think they're gonna I, I think I don't gonna, anybody does either. I don't think I think they if I anybody like the dies it, I, I, I think like the mom. I think um I think it's gonna be uh, if anybody does die it's gonna be a, a Spider Man maybe, um, but like doesn't maybe just doesn't get back to where he's his universe is. But I don't think anybody dies. I also do think that they do bring in the MCU a little bit. And they they hint towards the MCU. Um, that would be amazing if they did. But I don't even want to speculate. I want to go in there. Just, I want to see a really good movie. I can't wait for the mm-hmm. soundtrack. The soundtrack is what the number one thing I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah. They and quick, 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 last time. In art class, I got an A minus for drawing uh, the Scarlet Spider in uh, what's that art form where you have to do the dots? I can't remember what it's called, but we had to we had to draw. Uh, uh, our, our teacher had comic books cut, and you had to like pick a piece and you couldn't see it. And I got Scarlet Spider, and I had to do that art form, and I killed it. The only thing I didn't do is I didn't do, like, a certain part of his head because I thought it was a glare. And stupid art teacher gave me an A-. I thought I killed it, but. Listen, for yeah, anyone ever ask what the best Spider-Man suit is, it's Ben Riley's by far. Dude, the blue hoodie. Yeah. Oh, my. It's, it's fire. Just, the, 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 little, the web, the web singers on the outside. Oh, Bananas. It's beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. So, talking about obviously, we're getting a lot of Spider Men. Question is, do you think we get a Madam Web? Uh, fire. So here's here. Okay, here's my thing with the live action thing. That's why I don't think they're gonna touch the MCU yet. Madam Web's coming out. We, we have we have Spider Woman. We have Madam Web already casted. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's coming out. The live action film to me. Or the live action tip off, what we're going to see at the end of this film, I think, is going to be some yeah. variation of them saying, "Let's go find, you know, Madam Web or whatever," and then it's going to lead into Dakota, Dakota Fanny's movie, um, with Madam Web, um, and that's going to tie those two in together. I think I feel they're going to hold off on the MCU thing. They 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 have to until they know for sure how they're going to handle Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tree, I think you're right. I think that's what it's called. Sorry, I'm like answering it, the question. Yeah, I think uh, I think Peter gets three more films. Um, I think they hand off to Miles after that. But I think I think where we're gonna see Miles at that time, it's say six years from now, because just the trend of how those films come out uh, might be very different than now. So I think they're gonna try and hold off on the MCU uh, crossover, but they're gonna they're gonna have 
a mention of live action, which mm-hmm. would lead to Madam Web, in my opinion. <clears throat> Oops, sorry about that, guys. I thought I was muted. Um, speaking about one of the greatest movies of all time, um, apparently, Fast and the Furious is cleaning house. People are out supporting my guy, Groot, Vin Diesel, the family man. Have you guys uh, talked to anybody who's seen it, heard about it, watched it? Nope. Me, uh, the only person I know who watched it is my boy Brian. He, I don't know how he watches movies so fast, but he saw it and said it was actually a pretty good movie. He said uh, there's a whole bunch of cars doing flips and should have been blown up, but he's like, it's entertaining, but yeah, he said it. It's actually a pretty decent movie. Um, it's not. It's what? not. He, it's not. Okay, Brian, if you're watching, I know you're going to at some point. It's not a good movie. It's not even decent. It's people like you, Brian, who are keeping this freaking franchise alive, who go to watch it despite it being the dumbest thing in the world. You know when I lost faith in this thing? I'm going to give you a few points when I lost faith in this whole oh, thing, okay? Oh, wait, no, you better not whoa, touch whoa. on the Tokyo rip, uh, Drift. I know, man. Okay, I'm, trying to, get, I'm okay. trying to get you front, front and center. That's when right, the go. plot got bad, okay? I can deal with the bad plot whoa, for good action. Whoa. What I can't deal with, okay, is one, I'm going to start with the list of things here, okay? One, when Vin Diesel was in front of Jason Statham and stomped the ground like Toph from Avatar and the ground just shattered below him, that's strike one, okay? Strike two, when The Rock grabs a chain coming off of a truck by a helicopter in midair and then does this, and connects it back to the truck. That's strike two out of ten. Strike three out of ten. Uh, when they when the rock is somehow on ice, pushing an entire nuclear missile out of the way, while Tyrese drives him down the road with one arm. That's strike three. Strike four. When Dominic Toretto decides that hey, in order to save Letty, who's on a completely different bridge, doesn't cut to each other. I'm going to crash into the side of the bridge, use the car's momentum to sling me forward. I'm just going to free fall and grab her midair, hit the windshield, and be safe. That's strike four. Low-key, I don't think any of those things ever happened in a Fast and the Furious movie. I can show you. Never mind. (laughs) I can show you all of them. To be honest, when you started telling them, I – Hold on. Hold on. Am I I, I done? One more. Strike five. When she goes, what's your plan, Dom? What's your plan going to be? And he just runs off the side of the cliff, and it happens to hook his tire in midair, and he swings off the side of a mountain, off one little stump in the ground, and a chain, and somehow lands in the road. I am sick of these films. I'm sick of them. And 10 was supposed to be the end. And now here we are, because of guys like Brian, with them announcing 11. (laughs) We're going to keep doing it until we stop making millions and billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. People, please. I'm begging you. You're ruining good actors. Cena's a good Momoa's a good actor. You're ruining them. Leave them alone, please. Dude, did you just see that? He threw them through like the floor. Don't you just want to keep watching this movie? Uh, I, I, I think we talked about it last week, but I don't even know which one I stopped watching. But I couldn't. I tried. I tried. There's just not enough substance. Hit all the substance. And guess what? Gal Gadot, she's back. She is back. I watched the behind the scenes on accident. And in the post credits, she got thrown out of a plane, hit the runway, and survived. Yeah. That is crazy. 
gotta do what you gotta do. Dude, so, I slammed my door. I slammed my finger in the door yesterday, and it bled, and it's still bleeding. And I'm, I've been crying since yesterday. And she got thrown out of plane. And she still looks beautiful, not even a scratch on her face. Live. I was like, "There's no way I, I could do that." Wait a second, is Yo. Brie Larson in this movie? Yes. Yes. Oh. They got the famous Brie Larson, the greatest actress oh. of her time and generation. Who is not in this movie? Dude, I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually going to go support it now. I'm a, So what's this chick's name right here? That girl who just punched Brie. Dude, yeah, what's her name? Brie. That's, that's Charlize Theron, isn't it? Or whoever. Oh, that girl made a joke about the MCU. Rodriguez? Yeah, she made a joke Rodriguez. saying, she said, why, why do they keep making these movies? They just keep adding and adding and adding. Let the story end. She said that five movies ago. Mm -hmm. Out of control. Dude, just come on, man. Gas is way too much money for this shit. You know what I mean? <sighs> Who's paying for this gas? I don't see nobody clocking Bro, in nine on. to five. I, let me share my screen real quick. I need to share and I bet you, I bet BS you, I'm on. I bet you the insurance insurance is crazy. Y'all see this? Yeah, I would let her kill me too. Yeah. Okay, look at this. This this is the all time. This, this is damn it forever, right? Off the most. That is a take. Oh, let me turn it down a little bit. Look at this. We can't. We can't hear him. <laughs> Dang. Pink. Bro, what is this? New Superman all of a sudden. And then boop, just a little <laughs> little bump. This is crazy big. too. This skyscraper jump. This was six years ago. There's been like five movies since then. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm surprised you didn't see the, see the space thing. Didn't they go to I'm space in the lie. last one? That was the first thing I said was the space thing. Oh, I was worth my attention. Okay. Tokyo Drift is still my favorite. Tokyo Drift is good. I love Tokyo Stop. Drift. Again, you guys are part of the problem. Quit saying movies are good. That's probably Dude. one of the worst plot points in all Dude, of Fast and Furious. Tokyo Drift is on my top 10 like action movies of all time. I don't know if it's that high. but I'm just saying that to irritate Matt. Now, the movie's yeah. trash, but it was funny and it was entertaining. It was No, not, it wasn't. It wasn't even it was that. It was somewhat believable. You know what's crazy is when that movie came out, I worked at Best Buy, and they had a 55-inch TV, and they showed, like, the difference between standard definition and high def. You remember when he, like, drifts around that chick in the car, and he gets the number? Mm -hmm. And the car would drift in, like, HD, and they would go to standard definition, and it would show you the difference? I thought it was the coolest shit in the world, dude. <laughs> I sold so many TVs because of that. Hey, check this out. Hey, you want to see an LCD panel? Look at this. And that quit, he's but out. um, he's so out. now that Matt's gone, we can talk about Tokyo Drift for another hour. Yes, we um, could. Could. yeah, definitely. So we'll keep keep it moving. And what do we got next? We have uh, where is it? Where is my notes? We have whoa. So the next topic we have is going to be. Nintendo shutting down eShop sales in Russia. Yeah. Why are they shutting down? What I, what I didn't read the article, but it has been blowing up on, on my feeds. Oh, because of the whole Ukraine thing. Sure can guess. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think thought, about that. To be I honest. thought the Nintendo eShop's just closing, period. No. no. eShop no, sales in Russia shut down. That's how you get games. Yeah, that's how they... Digitally download. 
Well, that sucks. I hope we can figure some shit out so people can play it. In other news, oh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to get a standalone Fast and the Furious movie. Going back? Man, that, that, that circled real quick. Hobbs is back. Let's go, man. I think The Rock just needs to... Hey, there's Brian. Hey, Brian, uh, tell us what your favorite Fast and the Furious movie is. Oh, oh that's Mil- what's whack. That's what's whack. Not Fast and Furious 10. Diablo 4 rollout sports whack right now, guys. Brian, get come on. Come on, Brian. Hey, let me tell you a secret about Brian. He told me never to tell anybody, and this is a real secret. I, I got to let them know, Brian. And I'm bringing the mic up close, so it's one of those secrets. Brian owns all of the Fast and the Furious movies on Blu-ray. Oh, I think man. it's Blu-ray or those, or those HD movies that nobody buys. Uh, Brian owns every single one. Matthew? Every single one. Box set. It would be Box worse set. if you'd be like, Brian buys every collector's edition. That's the complete saga. <laughs> they just keep buy- adding one movie by the cl- complete <laughs> he said 4K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Had a baby Brian. We no. find out. We need to come up with a segment that's what drives Matthew nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just, we just have a segment on what can get Matthew more irritated than anything else. We'll have to, the way we can judge if it yeah. actually was good enough was if we can get him to like rage quit out of the the podcast. But he just can't take it anymore. He just has to be like, I'm out. That probably won't yeah, that, that would be. I'll just call Miles Peter like five times in a row. Dude, his face no. was like this. He went like this. What did he say? And then you kept going, and then he goes, and then Peter, and he's like, wait, was that again? He was just, <laughs> he was getting closer and closer to the camera. I said Miles I like, like three times, is a thing. You I know, and he just kept saying, speak up, I didn't hear you. Make sure you unplug your fat ears. You could hear. <laughs> Damn, I'm coming in hot. And Damn. All right, uh, so with that being said, guys, I am, I for the seven of you watching, because I know you guys make a big impact on this box office thing, there are better movies out than Fast and Furious 10. Okay? Fast and Furious 10 will come to an FX near you. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just watch it on there. Quit paying their bills. But on the real, though, they're saying the box office for Fast and Furious is actually disappointing. It's not uh, living up to what they projected. So. Oh, really? I'm hoping it's a, it's a, it's a turn for... You know, not, the, the crazy part is when we get to the, the gist of it is Michelle Rodriguez, the the lead actress pretty much for all of Fast and Furious, she's been on record saying that the MCU films are redundant and need to end because they're repetitive. I know, man. Uh, what are you talking about? You sure about that? Most of the movies made in the last 30 years is Dungeons and Dragons and that bombed in the box office. Mm-hmm. And like, if we're talking about like redundancy, she's the most redundant character. She's literally the same person in every, every movie. movie. Get her yeah, out. Yeah, dude. Get her out. It just Cancel. screams to me. It, what, 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 when she said that, I was like, you know what? They turned you down and you're mad about it. You wanted a role and now you're upset you didn't get it because mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson got it instead of you. You ain't slick, Michelle. Why are you crying, Michelle? We know you're crying. It's all good, though. So, with that being said, I did a little thing, boys. What'd you do? I went. I did a little thing. 
and I do stand corrected now. So I need, I felt like I need to give Matthew and my beautiful friend down here, Andrew, an apology. For the longest time, I used to argue, maybe because it just made Matthew upset, but I used to think that Age of Ultron was one of the best MCU movies because it gave me that comic book kind of it feeling. Nuts. It was nuts. I don't know what it was. I just Wait, I watched what? it. You say? It's me writing my apology letter. Let me write the apology letter. I I am so sorry, Andrew. I am so sorry, Matthew. But my new favorite, and after watching all three of them, Age of Ultron, the original Avengers movie, Winter Soldier is hands down the best Marvel movie out of all of them. Not even close. Not even close. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Saying it, it for years. Now. It is close now, but you two gentlemen refuse to go watch Guardians for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why. Yes, I am now boycotting Guardians because Matthew said it's the best movie, and I know that once I watch it, I'm not going to be able to say it's not. Because did you say it was the best? He said it's one of the best. It's it's. He said it's one. It's, it's the, the only one three. that rivals Winter Soldier. The only one. Wow. Wow. Uh, real quick, real quick, off topic completely to the host, Mr. Steven. Uh, someone told me that we have a f- followers only chat, but it has to be following for a month. So we probably should disable that. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, sorry. With that being said, um, yeah, man, the um, you, what's blowing my mind, Andrew, is that you of all people know that I know my MCU films. Of all I, people, I'm you know this. And you have yet to go see it for whatever reason. And that I'm telling you, dude, it's the only one. Okay, let me let me let me let me differentiate them real quick. Winter Soldier is the best MCU film as to what it does to the MCU. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why yes. it's it, that's why it's so good. Completely Amazing. changes how we see the MCU. Uh Guardians is the best MCU film in terms of like a cinematic experience. There's no other cinematic experience like this in the MCU. And not even No Way Home rivals it with the nostalgia that it had. Mm-hmm. But this True. is a perfect a perfect plot. Like, like Winter Soldier changed the MCU, so it's number one for me still. But there's no better plot. In the, I would say the 10-year MCU plot we had for 10 years doesn't even touch the plot of this film. Interesting. So I'm telling you, man, it's... <laughs> Worth the watch. I need you to tell me right now why you haven't watched it. Right now, not later. Now, you want the honest truth? Yes. The honest truth is too lazy to to get up and go watch it. Guardians two so much that it's like it's been it's been a chore to be like, all right, I gotta go see this one because I loved the first Guardians and I feel like they just butched the second one, Volume Two, to where it's like I don't even know if I want to support it, but. I will go see it, but if we're being like 100% honest, that's why I felt like just so let down and everyone always gave me a hard time that I always put like Guardians 2 next to like Thor, Dark World. Like, Oh, you're kind of crazy for that. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, like I had high hopes for, for that sequel and it was just trash. And so you can, it's have, just been... you can have the hopes you have, you can have double those hopes and double those standards. I guarantee you this movie would still blow it out the water. That's so, how good this movie is. I'm telling saying you. Saying that, Andrew, and, and me and you haven't watched Guardians yet. I know we're mm-hmm. the only two degenerates who feel like we're Marvel fans who haven't watched it. Would you, as of right now, 
what what trilogy would you say is the best out of all of them? And I I, I would even throw in there Endgame and Infinity War. I know it's not a trilogy, but which what three or those two movies would you put um, as your number one? Um, best trilogy. I mean, it's got to go to Spider-Man. It's got to go to, to Spider-Man. Spider-Man? You like the the best trilogy? Yeah, the best MCU trilogy. Okay. I would probably say okay. Spider-Man because all all of those movies I like. All of them do very different things and I like that. The the second one after that I'd probably say Captain America, but the Captain America trilogy is easily carried by how good the Winter Soldier is. The first one's decent. It's not not bad, not good. And again, I'm not a huge fan of Avengers 2.5 or Civil War. Had some cool things, but... I would have to say the Captain America trilogy is probably my favorite. The first movie's not bad. Um, it's, Mm -mm. it's, It's good, but... I, I want to say, to me, it has to be, if it's on, I'm going Guardians. I haven't watched the last one yet, but I enjoy watching the Guardians movies. But I have it going um, Captain America, Guardians, and then I have to say going Iron Man. I, I personally enjoy the Iron Man movies, and then I would have to say Thor. Um, I, You're I putting those like all Thor. above Avengers? Yeah, um, I like the Avenger movies. I don't really like the Avengers as like, uh, trilogy. I don't though. really, I don't really call them a trilogy, but if 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 I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna add them, like I said earlier, then it would have to be Captain America, Guardians, then the the Avengers movies, these, Infinity War. Are these the best? Or our say. favorites. Our favorites, our personal favorites. Okay. This is. I, I don't think they're the best, but that's how what what I personally believe to be mm. my favorites. But I haven't watched Guardians. Spider Man's not in there at all. You just you just I, forget about Spider Man. I like the Spider Man movies, but like to be honest with you, I'm not a huge Spider Man fan in that sense. I I enjoy the animated way more. I I like the cartoony part of Spider Man, and Tom Holland he as a great Spider Man. He's just not my Spider Man. I, I I enjoy Andrew Garfield Spider Man way more than the Tom Holland Spider Man. Um, so I don't, I don't put it up there with like my favorite thing to watch. Um, but Captain America has to be my favorite until I watch guardians three, then it might be, it, that might change. Cause the guardians movies are so fun. Uh, I mean, one of them is... no part two is pretty funny. The beginning of part two is hilarious, dude. That where he gets eaten up and gets spit out. That. By that, Angie needs to rewatch part two. I don't think, yeah, I think he's. I, I honestly, I rewatch it and I'm going to tell you, it there's things that bug me that shouldn't bug me, but again, the standard was so high from the first one. So, if we want to break it down, we got time, I'll break it down, I'll, I'll lay it all out there. All right, give us your terrible, your terrible breakdown. You got briefly. two minutes. Briefly, briefly. okay, brief. Okay, up. so let's start with the first Guardians. Awesome, great soundtrack. Everybody gets a little piece of the start, uh, like the definitely hating. I'm sorry, I gotta cut him off. He is definitely hating, but let's let him finish. Also, not so, great. But go ahead. Yeah. 
two, music was nowhere near as good. Not only that, but they replayed like I, I love from the first one that there was a new song like just coming every every scene change. Yeah. The second one they like focused and they replayed the same songs over and over and over and over again. And it was all about Star Lord. And it just didn't do it for me. Ego was was whack. The way they killed Ego was also <laughs> whack. Such bad like critiques. There's there, literally you could take this movie out of the entire saga and nothing nothing really eventful happened. It, it doesn't continue anything. It's just a story about his dad, and that's it. And it turns out to be a bad guy. So you're, we're just gonna skip over the Yondu dies, you know, protecting his like. Yondu was good. I don't have any problems. And then dying. finding out that that Peter wasn't just a regular dude; he was like, you know, Yondu. Yondu dying is important. Mantis is important. Mantis and Josh relationship is important. Uh, that doesn't happen without Guardians too. Uh, Gamora Nebula's restoration to flip to Infinity War and how that worked out is also very important. Not going to happen. It gets, it gets all uh, done. Uh, Guardian or not Guardian? Sorry, uh, Rocket's change of perception from being an individual guy because of himself to caring about his family, which is the motivation for him being get uh, so motivated to get them all back in Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, that doesn't matter at all. That doesn't happen without number two. Um, Nothing. Did I miss anything that was important for the rest of the MCU? Oh, yeah, just a lot of good plot points that made Infinity War and Endgame what they were. Just doesn't do it for me. Also, so the one that establishes also one that establishes the love between Gamora and Peter, so that the sacrifice that Gamora the first one is did that. forced the first one. to make is more in depth. Um, so yeah, but, but the, you know. the first did that just as fine though. They have the little dance. Yeah, okay, see how you so, just said it. See how you just said it. They had a little dance. Oh, that's cool. They're da- they're cute. They're dating instead of like being in love, ready to get married is very different. Very different. So in the comments, someone said, "If one was a nine, two is an eight. You agree with no, that, Matt? No, 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 no. No, we, we're getting we're okay. We're getting out of control here, guys. Andrew's hating. The movie isn't good. Okay, I'm not trying to like say this movie was like the, the saving grace of the MCU. No, it yeah, wasn't sure. wasn't great. It's a middle of the pack MCU film. It definitely isn't down there with Thor: Dark World. Um, now, disappointment wise, is it disappointing? Sure, but with someone that takes movies how they're supposed to be given, not how I want them to be, that movie's not terrible by any means. And with that being said, my formal list is Spider Man, Captain America, Guardians. Like without, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, for, for my favorite, but if I was to go like what's the best uh trilogies, it'd be Cap, Guardians, Spider Man. But Spider Man's my favorite hero, so you know, yeah, and just it's it was just amazing to see them be the same person, Peter Parker, but then them be also vastly oh, different. different. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't understand how they're able to encapsulate each individual's different version of Peter when they're all still Peter and they're yeah. all comically accurate to Peter, but they mm-hmm. were very different. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but it's not only that, but they embrace the differences and they like yeah. poke fun at it. Like so the whole thing with, with Toby Maguire's Peter, who just the web shoot out of it. 
doesn't shoot mm-hmm. out anywhere else. Like, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. yeah. like so funny. That yeah, little banter was hilarious, dude. Yeah. By All right, well, that's that's gonna wrap up our news, our takes, our just our two cents, our slightly unqualified, just slightly mm-hmm. uh, takes on movies and just the news in general. If you guys uh, disagree with what we're uh, rating these movies, yeah, we are. Group- uh, that I did see that kind of made me cry when I saw that on uh, Instagram. But if you disagree with us, type in uh, terrible take, Andrew. If you do mm-hmm. agree with us, type in. Um, you know, Stephen was right, and uh, Matt gave it gave uh, Andrew the business. Uh, how many credits are in? How many credits the band? It's gonna be all. Listen, if you're asking me, the guy who's partly in charge of this whole shindig, you give me a crisp dollar and he's gone. I promise you that much. Most time he doesn't even show up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been one time. Matt's got the he same to, thing. He, he tried to bail out today was the crazy <laughs> part. And look, his camera looks fine to me. Oh, my oh, God. I yeah. tried to bail out. I did Hasn't not. been better. Hasn't I said, been better. I said my son has messed with my camera. We had some technical difficulties. I got them resolved, and here I am. He probably saw your notes on your take about Guardians and was just like, Dad, you're an idiot. <laughs> no. no. He, All right. Get him out of here. Get him out. All right. So this is going to be the second I'm part. I'm out of here. The second part of our show. Uh, if you're still sticking around, we appreciate it. Next one's going to be Matt's uh, little topic. We do this topic where people, where one of us brings up something we're passionate about, one of our hobbies, one of our likes, dislikes, uh, and we get into it. Uh, so I'm going to hand it on over. Wait, hand it on over uh, to the good looking one, uh, the funny show stopping main event icon, my boy Matt. Take it away, man. Yes, sir. So my expert topic of the week, gentlemen, I incline you guys to ask me as many questions as possible because this is going to be an in-depth story of my WWE experience and getting back into the love of the WWE. Uh, So, Oh, my God. Let's let's get a book. Let me get a – Yeah, get a book. Get a book. All right. So, gentlemen, as you you know uh, or may not know, I I grew up watching WWE, loved it to death, stopped watching it maybe, I don't know, five – so years ago, uh, maybe even a little longer than that. Anyways, but then there was a gentleman just showed up named Roman Reigns. Okay, and there's someone in the chat here. I think we'll probably chat throughout this whole thing, so I'll address him as we go along. Uh, but Roman Reigns, man, he brought me back in. So when he first debuted X number of years ago, uh, he was part of a group. The group broke up. The group got into inner turmoil fight. The two main guys in the group, which is Roman and Seth, got into a fight, battle for titles. Roman won the title eventually um, and became a powerhouse. So uh, can I can confidently say that in the last three years, at least, maybe before then, uh, he has carried the WWE to what it is today. So um, my topic, gentlemen, is on Roman specifically and his story uh, in the WWE. So there is this thing called – you guys watch WWE first off, either one of you, or ever have – Nope. I, I, I just looked him up, and the first thing I thought is he looks like uh, Momoa. Uh, <laughs> this guy's like Polynesian. a spitting image of Jason Momoa. Both yeah. well, Polynesian. Anyways, yes. so Roman. So there's there's a family in, in WWE um, who, like, the, the Rock comes from him, Rikishi, all the OG, like, Samoan dudes, um, Afa, yeah. Sika, those guys, uh, they come from this lineage of family. They're just a WWE family. Roman is the latest of the superstars. In my opinion, besides The Rock, probably the biggest one we've ever seen 
of that family. Um, and he's right up there with The Rock very soon. So fast forward, he wins the championships. Um, he wins two titles, um, undisputed championship and the WWE championship. Two biggest titles in WWE. They usually split up to two different brands, SmackDown and Raw. Roman wins them both. Okay. Here's where it gets a little sticky. People have a disagreement. He's had the championships now for over a thousand days, gentlemen, which means three years, uh, which in, of the modern era of WWE is like unheard of. Um, and yeah. I mean like a thousand days straight. Hasn't lost a title once. Um, hasn't lost a match in like 700 days. Uh, so crazy run here. People are saying it's getting stale. People are saying it's getting old. People want the belts to go to somebody else. Here's what I say to them and why I say it. And gentlemen, you can tell me if I'm wrong, okay? The WWE is never moving uh, very fast-paced thing, right? Storylines come and go a lot. So for Roman to have the belt for three years is kind of insanity because that means he has a reoccurring storyline for three years. People coming in and out and him just dominating. So, gentlemen, do you think three years is too long for a quote-unquote uh, made-up storyline to continue on when it happens once a week? Nope. And why? Yes. So I'm going to say yes. Split. I'm going to say yes. It's too long to move the story forward. With the way the world is now, people want they want movement. They want new drama. They want everything. Um, and in the WWE world, that does get stale. When Hulk Hogan was a champ, uh, it did drive sales. Sales was the thing. Hogan was everywhere. He was on TV. He was on Baywatch. He was... They people thought it was real. You know what I mean? He was a world heavyweight champion. Rome, there's people out there right now who never even heard of Roman Reign. You know what I mean? Where people heard of Hulk Hogan. People have heard of The Rock. I feel like Roman hasn't translated into uh, the culture of just everything. You know what I mean? There's a small group of people who know who he is and know he's a badass, but he's not out there in the news. He's not John Cena. He's not The Rock. Holding on to that title, I think, is really hindering um, the WWE, uh, the competitive, not, I don't say market of the WWE, but just moving that belt around to find out what could be the next Rock, what could be the next John Cena, what could be the, the flagship driving it forward. I started watching SmackDown with you about two months ago. I got back into it with mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. about After two months ago. Yeah. yeah, right after WrestleMania. And I haven't seen him wrestle once until recently. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And as yeah. a champion, you know, that's my take. I, I think I think he needs to be out there. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's Yeah, so I'm Roman did have like a month break after WrestleMania. Uh, so here's the thing, okay? Roman, it, like, like everyone else, is a worker, right? He's there to work for WWE, and he does it mm -hmm. extremely well. Extremely well. He's so, very entertaining. Very when they when my thing is when they pass the buck to somebody after coming off the heels of someone who has a thousand day championship, it's gonna be very, very, very big shoes to fill. Either that guy's gonna fight every single night, or that guy's gonna be a mastermind of the microphone. They have one guy, maybe two, that are just like wizards on the mic. One's Cody Rhodes, the other one is probably Kevin Owens and maybe Sami Zayn. But Cam, them two, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they hold the title currently, which is the tag team title, and they're focused on that. Cody fought Roman WrestleMania and lost. And the reason why I think Cody lost is because Cody isn't ready to be a superstar. Now, 
when we look at Roman, it's easy to see the thousand days of holding on to a title hostage. I get that. I understand that. But what I see is along the way of those three years, he's turned peep every single person he's fought, besides the established ones, into superstars, right? So the guys yeah. I just said, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the only reason why they have a title now, which is the tag team title, because Roman fought them first. Roman fought KO first because KO was the face. He was the guy that's supposed to be Roman. But Roman elevates people to the next level, right? And it's hard to find someone that's going to be more elevated than Roman. There's probably one guy, I think, that would actually be able to do it the way he does, which is Seth Rollins. Uh, but he currently has a different title as well. So the other thing that we that that was carefully woven is three years ago, the main event of WrestleMania, guys, was The Miz. I think Steven knows who The Miz is. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, if you don't know who The Miz is, I would say, like, if it's equivalent to, like, the MCU, he's like Mantis. <laughs> People know who he is, but he's no, he's no he's Robert Downey he's a- Jr., yeah, you know he's I mean? just a character. Mantis. Who's Mantis? I hate you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so with that being said, he was the headliner at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship fighting, I think, Braun Strowman, who currently Braun Strowman, all he is is a big guy who fights every once in a while with a little guy. So, again, not a name either. Roman revived these PLEs. He revived the experience. He revived the fan that wanted to see something exciting, the promos yeah. that go with it, everything like that. The guys like me who I came from the era where I think I know like Hulk Hogan, the rock were a thing back in the day, but the era I grew up in, which is like Cena or edge. Those were like classic level matches with classic level promos. Cena on the mic was comparative to nobody and anybody who fought had to be just as good to keep up. So I came from an era where promos are the biggest thing. They, they they need to be able to talk and have a swagger about them to where you want to root for them or hate them. And that was missing for a long – even mm-hmm. Roman was just a baby in the WWE. It was still missing. It wasn't until Roman got back – not back. It wasn't until Roman unified both those titles that those things came back. Good promos, good talks, yeah. good, sto- good storylines that make you interested in something. So – I think until they're able to find somebody that can take the mantle of elevating the WWE, it's going to be impossible to get that better way. Now, the other thing too, storyline-wise, which is the big thing of the WWE, Triple H took over three years ago, and I think he wanted to leave his mark immediately. I think that Marcus Roman, if he's the one orchestrating the thousand-day reign, which is the record-breaking reign, for that, that's a good look for a GM. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, every pay-per-view that Roman's in, it has been the highest grossing pay-per-view of its time, right? So WrestleMania this last year was the highest grossing WrestleMania of all time in terms of revenue, but it's also the most watched WrestleMania of all time in terms of certified ways to watch it. So they're not only selling more merch and selling more tickets and selling out crazy venues like Saudi Arabia and freaking LA. They're also getting people to watch on a TV on a Saturday night, an event that, is a quote-unquote made-up event, right? So, mm-hmm. and every PLE Roman's in, which is just a new pay-per-view, it just is the best-selling one of all time. So I think until they can get a guy that can do that without having to be against Roman, that's going to be hard to find. Mm-hmm. I think Cody, Cody's very close. I think Cody might take the belt from Roman at some point in the next, like, year and a half. But Roman's going to hold on to that thing for another year, I think, 
just because there's nobody that can elevate other superstars. And if you look at the current champions that are champions now, it's because of Roman that they're even elevated to be champions and to be good champions. Um, and the ones that are not elevated by Roman, which is like AJ or not AJ, sorry. Um, Austin theory. He's not a good champion. Like I don't, I have no interest in watching Austin theory as championship fights ever because he didn't go through the same route of having a battle Roman. Roman didn't test him to get better. And now I can see a, a definitive difference between a champion like him versus a champion like Seth Rollins, who is just a wizard on the mic and can sell out an event easily by himself. So I think Roman has a secure title on it. There's a big storyline going on with them that I think is coming close to a very end, though. And I think once that storyline ends, it's going to leave him isolated by himself. Right now, he has a team of, of three other guys that fight kind of side by side with him that kind of make the odds uneven. But that's that's this last weekend. I just what we saw that's going to end here pretty quickly, and that he's going to be alone. And once he's alone, might be easy pickings for him. He hasn't fought a match on his own in a very long time. So, um, but to the point of what Steven has said, I do think Roman. I would like to see him more often. He's my favorite. My favorite one. I think like next to Cena, Roman's my favorite of all time. Like I, that's how high I regard Roman. Um, but I just think. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. So, those two guys Sammy, right there. Yeah, go break it down, yeah, man. Those, those two. So that's Roman. The two guys there. The two guys there are his 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 cousins, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso. So the guy with the short hair, Jay, he oh. fought Roman in the past, and he fell in line. So Sammy's the the white guy there. The other guy is their other brother who fights with Roman as well. They kick him on. They kick him on accident. Roman just sees the kick, and he gets pissed. One, they lost their tag team titles, so they already messed up. Two, he sees him kick him, and he's like, you guys just made me lose this one. Three, he does this, which is, you know, kind of slaps Jay in the face and pushes him away. And then Jimmy kicks him. Beek! Kicks him twice, actually. Now, Jimmy and Jay, they're split. Jay, the short-haired guy, is scared of Roman because Roman just, like, Beat in the beginning of this storyline, beat the living hell out of him pretty much. Um, Jimmy has never been scared of Roman, but has fallen in line because of his brother. But this is cinema, gentlemen. Like this, the way that this whole thing is coming to end over three years, it sounds craziness. But there's a there's an hour and a half video on WWE, which I will send to you guys in Discord. Just watch it in bits and pieces, and it's the complete storyline of the Bloodline up until yeah, you WrestleMania. Yeah, and you'll understand why this storyline is just so freaking good. Um, it's my topic, though, guys. That's all I have. I'm excited for WWE again. I'm so excited. I had I got WWE 2K23, the game, and yeah. I have played that game nonstop for like three days straight. It's not not even just like the WWE excitement. It's a good game. Like yeah, it, it's, it's it brought back the SmackDown versus Raw aspect of it, where the two shows you know, battle it out for for. Uh, for viewership. Um, but that's how excited I am for it. That's my topic, gentlemen. That's all I got for you today. Any questions, comments, concerns? Andrew, I'm going to send yeah. you the hour and a half video. I don't want you to watch it. I just set it up as a... He's not going to watch it. I just set it up as a favorite uh, to watch later when I can't fall asleep. I said you want to watch the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about... Um, actually, not speaking about anything. It just... One of the segments I wanted to bring in today before we jump into Andrew's badassery of the game is going to be um, 
content wise, what are you guys consuming right now? What are what besides Matt bringing up WWE? Uh, that I, it looks like he's he's excited for it. He's consuming. I think that's cool, man. Um, what about you? What have you been consuming lately, Andrew? Like, what's been like your thing that you've been like just knee deep in? Um, knee deep. So. I recently got into the Kenobi series. Oh, here we out. Here we show? The show, Andrew? Here we out. Here we out. You talked some out. shit to me last week about this movie. Here we out. I better get an apology letter at the end of this. The show is still garbage, but there is a guy that went through and edited it into a two and a half hour movie. And it took all the garbage out and has made it so much better. So that that's what I've been watching. I've been watching it like in bits and pieces, but yeah. like just the fact that someone took the time to go through and like chop out just the stupid stuff that they let slide. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but this was something that like comically I laughed as I was watching this with my wife. But when um, Flea, the bass player from Red Hot Chili Peppers, he goes and kidnaps Princess, little Princess. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like him and his goons are like getting stuck behind a tree branch. And, like I can't catch up to her because there's like a dirt thing here. Um, like all that stuff cut out. Like so when it's that scene, they show up, they put a bag on her head immediately, grab her, she's out of there. Uh, so then like another thing that I was like, oh, this is stupid. Um the part where Obi-Wan uses his lightsaber against stormtroopers and it's like bouncing off of it, like doesn't like cut through anything. The guy like edited it perfectly to where it's like makes the lightsaber look powerful, uh, is great. And just a lot of the like just stretched out, we have to make it into a TV show fluff was all yeah. cut out and it made the show so much better. So. So I will send you guys the link. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. There's, it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty there's good. There's also a guy who did the same thing on. Uh, I know you guys don't watch it, but uh, Dragon Ball Z. Um, there's a, a an arc called the Tournament of Power. If anybody has ever watched it, it is like a whole season, twenty million episodes of this tournament. But there's these little like fifteen minute filler here, fifteen minute filler here. A guy got all of it taken out, all the filler. And uploaded to YouTube of just the fight, mm-hmm. and you can watch the whole thing in two hours. It makes it amazing. Like it's so good. Um, and yeah, that's one of those things too. So I wanted to show you guys this um, this channel. I've been following them for about three years now, uh, about two. Let's just say two. Um, and I recently came across them again. I don't know what happened, but I wasn't getting their feed. It happens on YouTube all the time. They got lost in the algorithm. Yeah, I don't know what happened. So there's this show. It's a channel called um, How to Beat. I don't know if you guys have ever watched them. Excuse me? But it's called How to Beat. And what it does is it talks about, like, scary movies or, like, movies with, like, crazy scenarios and how they would beat them. This is a scene from Squid Games. um, But I want you guys to hear it. This guy like a shield, this girl cleverly falls behind another player to hide herself from the doll's sight. 
It's the same girl who stole the gambler's money earlier when he was running the loan to this shop. channel and right now. Hesitation, and I'm going back and watching watch all of the guy's him. content. Dion here tries to move forward, but he's grabbed by an injured player who begs him for help. One wrong move, and he's going to get so he shot. breaks down. But luckily, like, the doll turns back around just in time. He, breaks, he breaks down movies like this. Break. He breaks he's down one minute all left, types of movies. The players are finally starting. And he to talks about finish. how the man is only a few meters away from being how to game, beat it. But just as he takes a step forward, and like what he would do in situations, he's about to fall on the ground. And but I don't know what it is about this show. Until the doll, but I have just been binging all the content that this guy offers. Uh, he has a lot of stuff from it all the way to that new Exorcist movie. And oh, goodness. Yeah, it's the movie's kind of garbage. I just watched it. Um, I heard. But and it, 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 it did take forever. But it, his breakdowns of videos are very entertaining. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys follow anybody like that, mm -hmm. uh, any channels that just – you guys should definitely give them a checkout. Um, there's some really good dudes doing some – cool stuff when it comes to movies and i feel like um a, a lot of these dudes need some praise man it takes a lot of work to do a voiceover to edit the movie like this and he puts out one like once a week this sh channel though has also got me to watch movies like um allison borderland great movie i think it's a south korean movie amazing mm -hmm. it was on netflix for a while um it's gotten me to watch movies out of my comfort zone and um I, I really love this channel, so I've been trying to push it as much as possible, sharing it to Facebook, Instagram. But if you're out there, I know there's eight of us. Uh, jump on. It's it's yeah, pretty good. It. it looks pretty cool. It's very interesting, man. Check, check it out. out. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, that Maze Runner episode was pretty good, and the It one. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up um, like about some content that you know that I'm I'm into right now. Um, I think maybe next week I'm gonna talk about a couple of uh, Twitch people that i'm following that i i find entertaining um so next week we'll have some more information on that but besides yeah. that those are our, our segments except for the game i handed it down to get into it the one and only my All man. Right, gentlemen if you look in your discord i sent you a picture and what we're doing is a little bit of a um draft slash competition so what I've done is I have given objects of a burger. What I want us to do, I want you guys to make what you would think I would like as the best burger possible. What you would like as the best burger what possible? What I would like. So you uh, might have a little bit of advantage because obviously, Matt, you've known me longer than Steven. We've had but a lot of five guys together. We have had a lot of five guys. Pause, 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 I know you've had a lot of five guys. I'm pausing for myself. In and around this mouth, right, Andrew? In and around this mouth. I've had five guys. His mouth. Not mine. Yeah. No. So the way that it's going to work is we're going to do it in a draft style where we're going to start. You don't have to pick only one per category. You could do two. It, like, again, for the bun, probably would make sense only to pick one. Um, and if something is taken, it's still on the board for the other person to choose. So it's not like mm -hmm. it gets eliminated and you can no longer choose that. Again, your goal is to pick out what you think I would think is the best burger. And what I've done is I've highlighted what I would pick 
and okay. we will see who wins the game. So this let's is gonna trash because Matthew knows you. Uh, no, I mean, it's not. It's not as easy to think it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot. I know basically two things. And that's it. I know, but, uh, but, but listen, but I know those two things completely change the game for Andrew with the burger. So I do have the advantage edge in those two things. Everything else, though, I have no clue. I, okay. I will tell you both. This is probably a burger. I don't think Matt's ever seen me eat. So, and it's it. Okay. It could be common. It could not be common. We will. We will see. How many rounds are we going? Um, I think just until we finish it. So we'll start with Stephen. He'll get to pick the first bun, and then Matt, you'll pick the second bun, and then Matt, you'll pick the uh, cook. So kind of like go back and forth, but each person gets two times in a row. Okay, Does that makes sense. Is your wife is your wife watching right now? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think she could pick. I mean, she she probably could pick, but again, this isn't like this would be like if if I had the option of getting anything that I wanted. All right, let's so, run it in real quick. One one question that I have: okay. you have bun, and you have like different kinds of buns, and you have toasted. Like is the... toasted is not a bun, but it, right. it would be if you're just having the bun toasted. So you could have white toasted, potato posted, okay. toasted, okay. lettuce toasted. So there's a reason yeah. that it's there. I know it's not a bun. I'm not an idiot. You are. I don't know about I mean. that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's run it. I'm gonna go okay. first. So you're gonna go first with the bun. Yes, I'm gonna go bun because I see your face. Hold on one second. I need to make sure that I can this, mark what you're this saying. Guy, you know what I mean? This guy over here. All right. I want bun. It's going to be because you're white. has to be white. And it's going to be white toasted. Very racist, but I like it. What? So, so if it's if it's toasted, is it white? Or, uh, never mind. Oh, um, yeah. That's another conversation. Andrew, you're a man of taste. You're a man of flavor. I'm not stupid. You ain't going with no dang white bun. Okay. You're going for you're going for a toasted brioche, if not a toasted potato. But I'm gonna say toasted brioche. Yeah, white is a. I think white is below lettuce for you. <laughs> that is true. Okay. All right, toasted, you, brioche toasted. You have the cook. Yeah, uh, medium rare. I mean, I th- we've talked, man. I know that you are a man of flavor, not a man of dryness, and not mm-hmm. a man of eating a cow. So medium rare. Okay. I am also going to go medium rare. Like it. it. All right, Stephen, you got the burger type. So you guys know 80-20, 90-10, fat yeah, ratio. Fat ratio. Yeah. Okay. Just I'm also going to go not turkey because if I find out you're a turkey burger eater, we were going to be looking for a third. Yeah. Might be my last show, guys. Yeah, weird-ass turkey burger people, you know. Um, I'm going to go 80-20. All right, so here's 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 the thing. You're not gonna eat yourself, and you're a turkey, so definitely ain't no turkey. Seventy thirties. If you're eating seventy thirty, Andrew, we need to have a serious talk about you about your health, okay? Because you're not you're not eating no seventy thirty. Now here's where I get here's where I get drawn back. Ninety ten, eighty twenty, right? Because you don't talk no one listen if if someone comes to my cookout and says 
hey, is that is that 90 10 or is that 80 20 <laughs> then i'm i'm sending them home so like it's not, it's not a topic of conversation to like ask somebody what's mm-hmm. your burger to fat ratio but but i see how chubby your cheeks are and how chunky oh. you are so i know for sure you eat 80 20 if you can choose <laughs> yeah that was so mean it's just the truth my friend sorry uh, uh cheese right cheese. so cheese is where i get is where i get yeah, confused because we've had discussions about swiss and i know you i know you like i know you don't like you don't hate swiss right like i know you like swiss because i get swiss talk about the burger every time you know mm-hmm. every time we're taking five guys on we talk about the burger that we're eating from five guys mm-hmm. uh so taking those five guys on yeah, easily, man. I can take a whole five guys down my throat pretty pretty quickly. Uh, so, what I, are you guys I don't, doing? Like, I don't think I don't think you're doing Swiss pepper jack. You are a pepper jack kind of guy, I think. But you I don't like think you're a pepper jack kind of guy. But I don't think I don't think it's gonna be something you look towards. Man, right. So, is. I think what happens with pepper jack is you see on the menu catches your eye. And you get it that time, but if you could choose over and over again, you're not getting pepper jack. Uh, no cheese. Let's be real, dude. You, you, look at you. You eat cheese. Uh, oh, so, you're a dick. I would never say that to you, Andrew. That's so cheddar, deal. cheddar, and American. I I have I have to believe, Andrew, that you're a man of taste. And if this is incorrect, I'm gonna be sick to my stomach. You eat cheddar. You do. You cheddar. eat cheddar. So we're locking cheddar in. Locked cheddar in. Right. As weird as it sounds, okay. I kind of agree with Matthew. I agree that like Andrew really only eats pepper jack when he's at like maybe a date with his wife. He's wearing a nice fancy shirt. And the girl comes up at, at Cold Beer and Cheeseburger and she's like, Oh, so what kind of cheese do you want? And he's like, You know what? I'll have your father's <laughs> pepper jack. Yeah, the pork one's <laughs> a little too iffy for me. I'll take a nice thick cut of pepper jack. You know what I mean? Um, but I am going to say, yeah, I am also going to say that Andrew is a cheddar eating mother. Yeah, cheddar. Cheddar. All right. So we got cheddar. All right. So here's where it gets fun. So condiments. Two, this two condiments. Um, no, you can do as many condiments as you want. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I think Steven's up then. All right. So I'm going to do condiments then. Let me look into those eyes of yours, Andrew. Can you move your glasses real quick? I need to see them eyes. Take them off. Definitely understand why your wife married you. Okay. Um, I am going to go. It's the eyes, Chico. The eyes. They never, they never lie. I feel like I'm completely off on the condiments because I'm just going to pick things that I like. All right. I'm going to say it. mustard, mayo. Who the hell gets relish on a hamburger? If this psychopath, I'm about to yeah. say, if one of you do that, it's relish on your hamburger. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, see, but then the barbecue sauce, <clears throat> Andrew kind of looks like a bar- barbecue sauce kind of guy. I am gonna go barbecue sauce and grilled onions to wrap it up. It doesn't look grilled like a mushroom onions. Guy. Let's go grilled onions. Okay. So here's my thought process, Andrew. Relish, get out of here. Right now. Relish, get out of here. Thousand Island, what are we? In and out, get out of here. Yeah, uh, come on. I can't remember if you like ketchup and mustard both, 
or just ketchup. So I'm going to stick with ketchup. No oh, mustard. Damn. I know for a fact barbecue sauce and jalapenos are on your burger. Because that was the combination you told me about. And I was like, this sounds disgusting. You're like, no, I'm not going to take a try it. And I never tried it. So barbecue That's sauce. Really and sounds, oh, that sounds man. right. Yeah. So, so ketchup, oh, barbecue man. sauce, jalapeno, mushroom, get it out of here. Now, I, I don't remember if you like A1 with the barbecue sauce. I think the reason why I say that is because I think we had some kind of Western burger one time where you added the jalapenos on there. And I don't remember if you took the A1 with it or took the A1 off and put the jalapenos on instead of the A1. So just to be safe, I can do as many as I want. Put the A1 on there. Putting it on. Uh, mushroom Ketchup gator. A1 barbecue sauce. Yeah, and jalapeno. And jalapeno. jalapeno. Uh, take the mushroom off. Mayo. I think you eat mayo, but I'm gonna get it out of here. Grilled onions, I know for sure. You're not eating, I know for sure you ain't raw dogging no onions. Only, so. <laughs> He's raw dogging five so, guys, man. so he might so, be doing some raw dogging so, some onions. So put the grilled onions on there and let's skip the stinky breath. All right, let's skip it. All right, gentlemen, you both toppings. did toppings, decently um, horrible. Anything wait, wait, else? New toppings, did we? Uh. Yeah. Then we still got toppings. Oh, my bad. I, I forgot those. Yeah, yeah. Toppings. Sounds like they're so not hot at all. So, yeah. Uh, sounds like you I'm messed gonna, up. I'm going to go ahead and say nothing. Uh, I, I do think you put lettuce on it, actually. Give me okay. lettuce, and that's it. Lettuce. Yeah, I'm going to put – I'm also going to go with rabbit food, lettuce, and uh, I'm also going to go with pickles. Yeah, pickles were a, a strong choice, I think, for – yeah, I, I gotta change this it up. Dude. Pickles. pickles and lettuce. Tree pickles. says pickles and lettuce. Does Tree know you guys? I'm pretty yeah. sure I know. I know who Tree is. Uh, it's it's a. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's D, right? Yeah, idiot. All right. All right. So now that we have everything, including all categories, you guys did decently. Send it to me stuff. real quick. Send it to me, and I can post it on the screen. I will send you. You want yours or mine? Oh no, yours, just send yours. me yours. Yours. Okay. Yeah, the results. Here are the results. Can you not? Can you not oh, send wait, them both? Sorry. One. I, I disregard that. That you can't. You can't just like screenshot. Like I'm going to like a regular American. I just gotta get some stuff out of the way first. Like the whole oh, thing, like our picks and your picks. I'm, you can't screenshot I'm, it. I'm like all in one picture. All. Like all of it together, like just put it together and then screenshot it and send it to us. Yeah, that's what I would do. Screenshot that's it all together. What I'm yeah, doing. I would. I would just do the same thing. I would screenshot because you know what I mean. Twenty first century. You know what I mean. Twenty first century. All right, screenshot. Kevin. <laughs> Got you there. Checkmate. <laughs> Match point. All right. Here it is. <clears throat> Let me share screen. Ah, I knew it. In detail. In I knew detail. I was close there. I knew I was close there. Is it kind of hard to see? But hey, it's that bigger. Why is that so small? Da- download it. Yeah, download it. Save uh-huh. image. Twenty first century. Or open it in the browser. One of the two. Yeah. All right. Give me a second. Yeah. So while he's doing that, I'll explain what I think is my. If I was going to pick a burger, 
I would start with a toasted potato bun because yeah, of the taste. potato. That's that was the one I knew it was one it, of those. It was two. close. It was close. Yeah. You have to go medium rare. Any more rare, you're psycho. Any more well done, you shouldn't be eating in the first place. If I'm going to pick a cheese, I will always pick pepper jack. I love pepper jack more than anything. Ketchup and mustard. So if I was to specify, it would be more mustard than ketchup. It would be like a good amount of mustard, a couple drops of ketchup. Uh, mayo I see, I mayo does not belong on, on any burger. So Steve, yes, that was a horrible pick. Mayo, yes, on, no, no, no. No, mayo is what? Mayo is the backbone of condiments, dog. No, like, no, no, no. Really no burger. Jalapeno for sure. Get a little bit of spice, especially with that pepper jack. Keep it nice and spicy. Grilled onions all the way. I love the crisp crunch of a bell pepper. Uh, recently, I've been having more and more tomato on my burgers, and I love it. I used to hate tomatoes and think they were disgusting. Uh, and then finish it off with some lettuce. So let's yeah. let's backtrack real quick. You're saying mayo doesn't belong on a burger, but bell peppers, throw throw them bell on peppers. there. Throw them on there. Yeah, they belong in a fajita. They don't belong so, on a burger. So are your burgers from like there. Subway or like where are yeah, your well, burgers from? Where are you getting burgers what are you from? About. I mean, you can make them at home. Five Guys got bell peppers on there. You and your Five Guys. Okay, I'm I am I'm reading this and I am. Potato toasted medium. I'm in 80 20. I'm in pepper jack. Yes, pepper jack is S tier. Mm -hmm. No ketchup, mustard, and jalapenos as condiments. That's where I feel like you're lacking. I, 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 I feel like you have the basic bitch of condiments. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like ketchup, and mustard. But, 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 but even then, he's missing mayo, which is yeah, dude. Is no like way. Part of the basics. mayo does not belong on a burger. Yeah, dog. No way. What is this? Burger so, King? Burger so King puts nails on their burgers. You put bell peppers on your burger. I don't want to think about Burger King. I will yeah, put bell dude. peppers on many things. This right here looks like you got sure you a burger made from Taco Bell. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Tom, so the I'm other thing, if what, I was to change, here, if I would change something, here, go ahead. Go ahead. Is you, took, you took a burger patty and your bun and went to Subway. And you start looking <laughs> up whatever exactly. condiments you saw it somewhere. That's what's, no, what's no, gonna happen. No, no. I'm telling you, this, yeah. is, this is A tier. This is S a trash tier. tier. S tier. So the other thing too is you can take the ketchup and mustard off, and if you put A1, also a very solid <clears throat> burger. I'm not gonna lie, A1 on a burger tastes delicious. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna lie. I it almost so did good. that, but then I was like, I, I usually go for ketchup mustard more than, than A1. A1 belongs on nothing. So Dude, I was, I was also going to do pizza, but I know we're running low on time. So maybe we'll save pizza for another time because that is one that we can get into a huge debate over pizza. Yes, definitely. And we will have that debate. Mm -hmm. We will. I but love that was pizza. Andrew's terrible, terrible take on a good burger. It's a bad Just burger. You know. It's not bad. It's a bad burger. You come over, I'll make that burger for you and you tell that, me it's bad. That might be the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or burgers. Oh, yes. No. It's like we didn't need it, but we, we kind of needed it. You know what I mean? Like, forward to it, looked forward to it all week, and then like we got it, and we were like, okay, well, let's just order. I'm telling you, I can make some good burgers. 
Yeah, I bet you can working at Subway. Um, all right, I guess that's how we're ending it. We're ending it tonight with Andrew's Subway number eight, the oven roasted chicken burger, pretty much with bell peppers and turkey burger, Chipotle Southwest sauce. Um, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. Thank you guys for keeping the stream above eight to nine people the whole stream. We appreciate it. Um, if you're still here, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, anywhere you can get your podcast, uh, we're on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we appreciate you, everybody. God bless. Stay humble. Take care of everybody. If you don't know somebody out there, say hello. We appreciate you, and take it easy. Thank you.